Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profit, I see. I know words, I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Happy Friday to a brand new episode of Peddling Fiction. I, of course, am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction on this beautiful Friday afternoon, Johnny Profita, and back with me for about 45 minutes or so. He's got a tight schedule today is Justin Hillbilly Boy Campbell. You know, that that hillbilly stuff doesn't take care of itself. So he's he's got a jet at a, a little bit before four. So what's going on, man? How you been? Not bad. Been pretty good. It's been a it has been a fun week in the news and just a I've had a pretty good week overall. Um, and been enjoying myself. It's been uh, work has not been bad at all. Um, I don't know. I I don't ever think my work is necessarily bad. I know I cry. I gripe about my work from time to time, but it's it's enjoyable and I've got I have a really good crew. So. I have fun with it. And yeah, I gotta, I've got to cut out a little bit early today. I've got, speaking of my crew, I've got some stuff I got to take care of at work and I have to get there before HR leaves for the weekend. Otherwise nothing will get done. Yeah. Well, it's actually on me. I was, I was late starting the show today. I, and I have no good excuse. (laughs) I just went (laughs) way too fucking hard last night. Um, I'm in fucking shambles today. It was an off day for me. Yeah. So we got some fun stuff on the docket today. I'm excited about this one. You want to start with the, uh, well, first of all, why the fuck am I in Facebook jail? <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I saw the thing you posted on Twitter and then I tried to go into Facebook and I'm like, no, you posted some, what, what did they say? I, um, Something I sexually explicit. Yeah. I exploited adults sexually, allegedly. Um, I don't know how you exploit adults with a meme sexually. Um, I didn't post anything. It was nudity. The only thing I think it was that 421 that I posted. I was, was going to say, it. was it the uh, was it something about a Snickers dick vein or? No, no, it was like it was it, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know. It was like a, one of those change my mind things. And it was like, you know, marijuana is like an addictive, bad substance and should be illegal. Changed my mind. And then I had a picture of this chick who's like, when I get high, I like to fuck. <laughs> and then like the next picture was the change my mind guy, but he was gone. Because had, she had changed his mind. I don't know. Apparently that uh, that'll do it now. These humorless fucking mediators and Facebook. If there was like a legitimate alternative platform, and I know everybody's gonna say like MeWe or Gitter or whatever, but none of those are. I just don't consider those particularly legit. Like if there was a legit platform to rival Facebook, I would be gone in a fucking heartbeat because it's it's getting ridiculous with the the stuff that they'll take down. And now there's, I don't know if you've experienced it actually 
we haven't had it happen with the peddling fiction page, but like with my, my morning show page, we keep getting hit with like, uh, basically it's like spam accounts or spam pages that put copyright claims on all kinds of, on everything. And like, it, it's awful. I, I'm about, I'm about completely done with Facebook. I just got, just going to nuke every account I've got and say to hell with it. Yeah. Well, it, it does seem like it's just, it's a real struggle to get the participation you're looking for on these alternative platforms. I think with Elon Musk buying Twitter or trying to buy Twitter, which I, I heard they uh, they got the funding together. So he filed something that said they got the cash for the for the offer that they made. So we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, like if somebody were to just buy Facebook and fix it, it seems like that would be a much easier route to take if we got some some billionaire oligarchs out there. Right. Like I'm not even asking Facebook to do anything above and beyond other than just like whenever a spam account gets reported, remove the fucking spam account. I like I get videos and and posts taken down for misinformation. But if I report a literally nothing more than a spam porn bot, uh, the the report comes back. Well, they're not violating our community standards like it's not even a real fucking person. What do you mean? Just remove the thing. Give me my videos back. <laughs> they're, not, they're not violent. But apparently this meme that one of these memes I posted uh, sexually exploited adults. Adults. Um, How dare you? Everybody was fully clothed. And th- there was, I don't know, there was nothing really that sad. I don't know. I can't even remember. But I think it's just, I mean, these people have gone completely fucking nuts because I guarantee you if I just wrote something about chopping a five-year-old's dick off or giving them hormone, all this other shit, and literally sexually exploitating children with uh, that fucking Netflix movie where the little You should have just made, yeah, you should have just made cuties too or whatever. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. You can sexually exploit little fucking kids and minors all you want. And we can talk about how pedophilia is a fucking sexual orientation or whatever the fuck these idiots are trying to push on us now. But if you share like an innocent 420 meme that makes people chuckle, that that, that really crosses the line. No, no exploiting adults. Well, speaking of exploiting people, I guess we could jump into the the first topic doxing uh, yeah yeah go ahead and share your screen i gave justin the controls today figured what the hell all right can you see the article probably end up getting our zoom channel fucking crushed too <laughs> uh kind of yeah i can see that we're all good all right all right so post and this is this has been the you know big news of the week for a lot of a lot of people um meet the woman behind libs of tiktok secretly fueling the rights outrage machine now this is from taylor lorenz and if you haven't heard of taylor lorenz um you're lucky uh if you listen to yesterday's part of the problem uh dave smith really broke down like just how ridiculous it is that she's the one who wrote this article because oh, she had been to it <laughs> She had been, she had been on, uh, done an interview. I can't remember where it was now, but she had done an interview where she was like basically just, just bawling and having, having a mental breakdown because she has PTSD from this time that she got doxxed and, or that some family members of her got doxxed or like, it was how terrible that is. And like going through all of this, like, uh, shame and outrage and crying. And she is not a good actress. Like, she is 
she's a a bad journalist she is an even worse actress like her her sob story was not even remotely believable um i i have three children who can who can fake tears better than she could um but like so she has been she's been all like anti-doxing and how terrible it is unless you're doing it to the person who runs libs of tiktok in which case you're it's um you're saving the trans community or some yeah well you're you're a righteous warrior for a worthy cause apparently yeah it's the same thing that these these types of people you know with like the punch a nazi thing where it's like that's all well and good until how do you define Nazi and like who gets to determine what the worthy cause is that's worth doing these things and and what is it, It, you know? So uh, anyway, go ahead. Well, so like the big premise behind the, this whole doxing and and the the article and everything is that this, I'm so surely everybody who's listening to the show knows who lives of TikTok is it's a, it's a Twitter account. They also have a TikTok account. Uh, and 90% of what they do is they take videos from TikTok of these psychotic uber woke progressives talking about like basically saying all the things that the, the people on the right have been screaming for years. They're trying to do this. They're trying to do this. They're trying to do this. Well, this is those people going on TikTok explaining that they are in fact doing those things that we've been told not to worry about. And then the this account lives of TikTok posts those videos for everybody to see. That's it. That's uh, very little original content. And the original content is basically just like a, a minor commentary on the videos. So they're they're taking stuff that's uh, showing just how insane the left is and just how crazed these woke progressives are and putting it on display for everybody to see and it's it has for what it's worth it's resulted in like some of these psychotic teachers who are really pushing um like pushing their this i hate to be the guy that says that like the lgbtq plus agenda but that's i mean to whatever extent that's what it is so like they've got videos of these people detailing how they are pushing this agenda on their elementary school children as teachers. And some of them have been fired for it. So, I mean, it's good as far as I'm concerned, but that's an attack on the, that's an attack on the trans community, on the LGBT community. That's uh, minimizing them. It's apparently it's uh words or violence so you know you got that too like it it's the whole thing is the premise around why they doxed her is insane right yeah well it's you know it's so funny to me because we basically have these two factions in america right you have on the left these people who are just constantly fear-mongering about white supremacy and racism in America and like look out the Ku Klux Klan is gonna like rise again and take over and all this far right extremism and for as much as they talk about it what examples of their uh, of this stuff is there out there you know it's like okay we had the the Charlottesville thing which to me was kind of just like 
the most pathetic display. It was like a perfect example of how pathetic this is. Like a couple hundred people is the best that they can do. And then like you, uh, <laughs> every other story they run with is like this. It, it turns out to be just like completely ridiculous and totally made up the Jesse Smollett thing, uh, the, the Covington kids, uh, you know, being little racist white teenagers running around harassing people. Uh, you had the, the was it NASCAR F1 racer was like hanging a noose in his garage and was like, you know, it's just the fucking thing to pull down the garage. Like he fucking lunatics just take a step back and take the goddamn beer goggles off. It's ridiculous. Or, or the, there was that one girl who was like walking through campus and mistook a bunch of furniture for a clan meeting because the furniture was covered in white cloth. It's like those are the examples of all of this, like, you know, white supremacy, extremism taking over America. And then on the right side of America, you have like, listen, like this LGBTQ stuff is getting a little out of hand. They're going after kids and, and trannies and bathrooms and all this stuff. And then it's like, well, what examples do we have of that? It's like, well, here's this account. It's got hundreds of thousands of followers and they post boom, boom, boom. Like they have the fucking receipts of how crazy these people are getting and how ridiculous it's getting. I mean, talking about exploiting kids. I mean, my God, the propaganda that they're uh, they're up against and just this constant barrage of like sexuality stuff for like eight year olds and in school and like the people in these videos, maybe we can play some of that. I don't know what you got over on your screen there, but it's like they are clearly like unhinged individuals if they weren't pushing like this agenda on the kid, like I wouldn't want them teaching my kids a goddamn thing ever. Like I wouldn't want them anywhere near my kids. I don't care what they're talking about. They look like fucking lunatics. Oh, the Washington post did not put any of the videos that have been shared by lives of TikTok in the, in the uh, article anywhere, because for as much, for as much as it's an outrage that lives of TikTok is sharing these videos. Uh, they also don't want to, share those videos because it really emphasizes what the libs of TikTok is getting at and what right. everybody who they like they use this right wing um propaganda several times throughout the article like somehow just sharing sharing a video of an actual human being saying the actual shit that they're doing that's right wing propaganda yeah. Yeah. And they like, it's so funny Yeah, they write everything off. Oh, that's just a far right conspiracy thing. Every time you bring this up, they just try to write it off like that. And that's why they can't link to these fucking videos, because like I said, they have the receipts like it, it's right in front of you. How fucking crazy this stuff is. And they don't want I mean, <laughs> it's it's kind of like a catch 22. Like they don't want to. They want to draw attention to it, but at the same time, they don't want you to see what they're drawing attention to. They have to like, you know, pull this little bait and switch thing. Like, oh, you should be outraged and go after this person. But why should we go after? Oh, we can't. We don't want to show you that. Yeah, don't don't worry about the the actual content like the The videos that she shared, those are irrelevant. It's the fact that she's sharing them. That's that's why yes. you should be mad. And, and I'm sure she's a Trump supporter and uh i don't know a republican and maybe she like was a january 6th apologist or something like i don't know i don't know anything about this lady but i can tell you that like for sure they're like she's a trump supporter so we can go after her i mean you you pretty well hit it right on the head uh and she also so let's see so supposedly she was 
there at the Capitol on January 6th. And then also she was a, uh, a COVID denier or something like that, uh, which I, I have to find it. It's uh, the actual post that she had made from like her original account before she started Libs of TikTok. If there wasn't like any COVID denial, it was just asking the basic questions that we've all been asking for two fucking years and pointing out some of the logical fallacies and inconsistencies that have been presented through the entire narrative like that that is but that is damning enough that you should be doxxed uh by the washington post and this so this the article has been paywalled at this point but it initially oh, initially it was it was public uh for everybody and then yeah it was it was same day like that morning it was a public article and when you if you came back to it because uh, like i i subscribe so uh, yeah I, I know i gave the evil washington post my nine dollars for the year so i could read these articles but i wasn't I, I don't leave the account logged in um so like when i came i had saved it that morning so that i could come back and look at it and when i came back it was paywalled so i had to log in like they and and they i think they jumped on it pretty quick too um uh, which i mean you would think you know if it, if it's that important if it's that big a deal that, you know, you need to dox this woman for, for spreading all this right-wing propaganda and uh, marginalizing the LGBTQ plus minus fish emoji uh, crowd and everything else, like that should be public. You should make it, put it out there for everybody so that they can see the evils of it. And instead it's worked out. Uh, it, it has actually worked out in uh, the lady's favor. The libs of TikTok page has picked up like, I don't know. Last time I saw the account, it was like 60,000 new followers and um, she's, she's kind of leaned into it and, and gotten a lot of support and a lot of the, uh, a lot of people like in the middle, not just like, not just like people who are in her camp, but a lot of people who are in the middle are like, yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's pretty fucked up. And so a lot of people have kind of turned against, especially against Taylor Lorenz because she is just so, absolutely horrible but but also against the washington post and kind of uh so there's there's been quite a bit of backlash so it is impressive yeah yeah well i mean dude, dude these fucking journalists man it's like they have no um remorse or any you know guilt over the the fucking problems that they can cause like yeah sure this is just one person's life or like the lives of her and her family and stuff like that but you have no idea what these people are going to try to do to her um, and it's like when it comes to like all the Black Lives Matter shit, like with those fucking riots, like they try to start race riots in Chicago, like every couple of months with like bullshit Jussie Smollett story. It's like, dude, do you guys want to fucking vet this before you get like thousands of people fucking rioting in the streets and burning down businesses and killing people? No, no, no. It seems perfectly sane to us in our insane fucking mind. Perfectly plausible, this story and to anybody, any normal people. Uh, especially people that have been inoculated against this kind of propaganda who can see the world through, you know, through like some semblance of reality. Uh, these stories are obviously ridiculous and they'll just fucking run with it. With, with like, like there was one at a, there was one at a university in Louisiana somewhere that uh, some, I can't remember if it was a black or a Muslim girl that had like all of this uh, real racist shit spray painted on the side of her car. And then when the university went back and checked the, the video, she did it herself. Um, like, right. So like, there's all this, 
all this claim of like this right wing violence and and all of this like right wing aggression and and all of this stuff. There's no the, there's yeah. no examples of it. They don't have receipts for that. But you can look at the entire summer of 2020 and everything that's gone on since. And I mean, like the left is insane. But never mind. That's that was mostly peaceful. But it, if you know. Yeah. If uh, yeah, if the Capitol Police pull the barriers back and let some tourists walk around the Capitol building, that's an insurrection. <laughs> Dude, it is so fucking unbelievable, man. And it's like, again, if, if, if they believe the cause is righteous, there's you can do no wrong. And remember, all the COVID stuff was just on hold because racism is such a big fucking problem in America. And it's like, uh, do you have receipts for that? And it's like, well, a lot of times we don't. <laughs> or it's just like a fucking cop kicking the shit out of somebody or killing somebody. But they they literally do that to everybody all the time. You just don't see the stuff that they don't want you to see because it doesn't fit their fucking agenda. And so they dox these people that expose it. They put it behind a fucking paywall, which they might have done that, too, because they realized they had a moneymaker on their hands. And maybe they could scam some people into paying for their uh, worthless paper. But I mean, yeah, the, the normal subscription fee is. Uh... If I was doing a normal subscription, I probably wouldn't pay for the Washington Post. I don't enjoy their content that much. I don't enjoy their content at all. But like, I, I there is a tangible value to it just because we do stuff like this. So being right. able to have access to that stuff is is kind of nice. And like I told you before the show, like at the time that I signed up, they were running a, a week. They ran a special for like one week in January that you could get the entire year for nine dollars. I was like, oh, okay, that's a, like that's not a bad deal, especially considering like they're going to have stuff that comes up that's going to get paywalled and I'm going to want to have access to that for episodes and stuff. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't pay the normal business. subscription fee. Yeah. It's the cost of doing business, but normal people uh, who, who actually want like real news or the, the truth to be, you know, written about or uh, looked into every once in a while, generally don't want to pay for these types of services and I think we just got our proof of that in the epic, epic failure that is CNN Plus. Now, I talked a little bit about this at the end of, I don't know if it was last episode or the one before, as we were running out of time. And this it was, was last episode. Yeah, we were good. We had, we were, we teased it. Yeah. Like this was, okay. So, um, speaking of like LGBTQ, plus, we have CNN Plus, which, you know, it, it's a streaming service that CNN thought would be a good idea to roll out. I mean, they can't get a lot of people to watch their shows for free, um, but apparently they thought that they would get millions of people to pay. I think it was five ninety nine a month or like sixty dollars. Was it sixty dollars yeah, for the year right. or something like um, to get this CNN streaming service? Now, um, first of all, that in and of itself just kind of shows you how delusional these people are. You know, it's like, um, what, like you take a look around at the landscape that is, you know, the news media, the corporate press, and you look at your numbers, which are like, you know, ever since Trump, they're just like in the fucking tank. And, and that was like another sort of a weird dichotomy there where it's like, they hate Trump so much. They can't stand him. They want to bash him 24 hours a day and get him, you know, kicked out of office. But at the same time, that's the only thing giving them ratings. And if they are successful, then they find themselves in this position with 
you know, people like Joe Rogan beating them out by 15 times what they're bringing into like their most popular show. And, you know, Fox News beats them and they, they look around at this landscape and they're they're thinking the reason people aren't watching our programs is because everyone's in the streaming now. So we need to start a streaming service. And dude, they <clears throat> so they come up with this plan. Like, let me let's just break this down for what CNN's plan was going to be. OK, they're going to start a paid subscription service to their propaganda. They're going to invest a billion dollars. One billion with a B was the initial plan. OK, they thought they'd have two million follow uh, subscribers in the first year and somewhere between 15 and 18 million subscribers after four years to CNN plus streaming service. Now, to date, I think they've dropped just over three hundred million dollars into this. 300 million, they couldn't even crack 10,000 subscribers in the first month or so. I don't know how long, I think it's the first month. Okay. And so they're, they're hemorrhaging money. Clearly this is a fucking huge, embarrassing failure. And the uh, there's a merger going on as well. Okay. And they decided to pack up shop like this was not going to work. So they fold, they cancel CNN plus and we get Brian Stelter, our favorite little fucking piggy. Let me because I was talking to him on Twitter yesterday. Um, he comes out with the breaking news that CNN plus, uh, CNN is you know going to give the axe to CNN plus. And he's like, here is the initial article. and. My God, dude, if there if you needed any more evidence as to why nobody fucking likes CNN, the entire article didn't mention anything that I just went through. It was just like, oh, we were all taken by surprise. And all of a sudden, you know, we we have this merger that came out of nowhere and like they're going in a different direction and blah, 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 blah. Like it was a fucking long ass article. I, I skimmed through it to see if they were going to get into any of the actual reasons why they're not doing this anymore. And I don't think they mentioned anything about subscribership, about how much money they fucking invested in it. It's like, yes, they merged with a, a company that apparently has some semblance of common sense. And they looked at the $300 million you pissed away for less than 10,000 subscribers to this dumbass channel. And they clearly decided that this is not a good business plan and we're going to fucking ax it immediately. But no, no, no. According to Brian Stelter, it's because of the merger. It's just because of the merger. It had nothing to do with our paltry 10,000 subscribers or the fact that we spent over a quarter billion dollars to get like, what is that? I haven't even done the math on that, but the cost per subscriber is fucking insane. It's insane. It's like if you needed any more evidence that, you know, a CNN is operating as a propaganda wing of the government, which I'm not saying they are, but if they were. You know, if the government were to launch a streaming service, it would have looked exactly like CNN Plus and it would have fucking imploded in the exact same way. And they would be spending hundreds of millions of dollars to accomplish absolutely nothing. Like the thing that's confused me about this, the inst- this like for the whole story is and and I read all of the stuff talking about CNN Plus 
prior to its launch and, and all of these big projections and these plans that they had for it and how they thought it was going to, like you had said, like it was going to have 2 million subscribers by the end of the year. And it was going to have like 15 to 18 million subscribers in four years or some four or five years. Like, where are they, where are they coming up with these numbers? Like, did they, did they get the same people who came up with the COVID projections to do the projections for their numbers? Because like, that's insane. You, your best rated shows, like your primetime spots get like 600,000 viewers. Like, did they think that it was 600,000 different viewers every, every night? Or like, I, I don't understand. I don't, dude, I have no idea. They are so fucking delusional. And that's why this story is just so fucking delicious because it highlights everything that is wrong with CNN. This bubble that they're in, like they cannot figure out what the actual problem is. And it's because they're the fucking problem because you can't even get your own fucking story right. You have to spin it in this clearly bullshit way. Like, oh, yeah, we were just all, I don't know what happened. We were just all caught off guard. This is a big surprise to everybody. And we're going to keep all these people on. And it's just this poorly timed merger. It's just like, yeah, it's all their fault because they merged. Like, uh, you were going under. Maybe the merger just uh, accelerated that fact. But anybody taking a, a sober look at these numbers, uh, no, it's this is not going to work. This is a dumbass idea. Anybody that's not working at CNN would know that this is a retarded idea. Nobody wants to pay for fucking CNN. It's like nobody wants to pay for government propaganda because that's what all our tax dollars are going towards. Why would we give you an extra six dollars a month to, to watch a show that we don't want to watch in the first place? Hey, guys, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Lorenzotti Coffee. You know them well by now. They're our oldest and longest running sponsor. We love these guys. We love their premium Italian coffee that they deliver right to your door. So do yourself a favor. Get your mornings started right with the taste of freedom. Go to lorenzati.coffee and use promo code FICTION so they know I sent you. And you'll get 10% off your order. That's Lorenzati, L-O-R-E as in Edward, N is in Nancy, Z is in Zebra, O-T-T-I dot coffee, promo code FICTION. Get all of your coffee and coffee supplies from these guys. And not only are they fans of the show, but they've gone above and beyond the call of duty as a sponsor. So go order some coffee, order an espresso machine, get a coffee grinder, do it all at Lorenzotti.coffee, promo code fiction. All right. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting in the article because it said they poured hundreds of millions of dollars into this new streaming app and, and they lured top talent away from other networks and including Chris Wallace of Fox News. Yeah. Chris, Chris Wallace, he definitely qualifies as top talent. That's uh, after watching his performance in the uh, the presidential debates a couple of years ago, I'm pretty sure Fox was just like ready to find any way they could to uh, kick him overboard. So, so yeah, to go ahead and take take him and uh, let him ride your sinking ship. Yeah, and the, well, the fact that he would think that this is an idea that has potential and promise goes says a lot about him. Like. It, if they would have just before I'd seen any of these numbers told me that they were coming out with a CNN plus be like, God, that's the dumbest fucking idea I've ever heard of. Um, and any of these news stations, like nobody would do that. Like you get, there's so many ways to get these news stories for free. Like who is going to fucking pay to, to see like fucking 
I, I don't know. Like, I don't even know who all the CNN, other than Brian Stelter, is the only guy I, I, I fucking know over there. But like, even just like Tucker Carlson or something, I'd be like, I'll just wait till like, you know, somebody puts the clip up on YouTube or whatever or Twitter. Well, and like to that point, Fox has something similar to this, uh, Fox Nation, and like it's a paid subscription. I don't think it's quite to the extent that of what CNN Plus was trying to was trying to be as like this. <clears throat> like a true streaming service type thing, but Fox Nation does very well. <laughs> like so, so obviously it's not that uh, it's not that there's not a desire for this sort of thing. It's just that nobody wants it from CNN. Uh, I mean, shit. Look at the Daily Wire, uh, like Ben Shapiro. That's that's entirely funded by subscriptions, and they have like multiple shows, and they're putting out movies and and commercials, like. Yeah, they're doing big production uh, stuff. That's a good point. Yeah, I wonder if it's like an age group thing too. You know, because CNN tries to go after like a younger demographic, where it's like, yeah, like I, I feel like people like my parents' age would would just like, yeah, add the subscription service to like their whatever package, so they get to watch their programs. But like, I don't know how many old people are watching CNN. Well, I I think it could probably boil down to uh, it's kind of. It's kind of a uh, an old an old adage, but or not adage, but like a an old joke. But the uh, the ones who are watching Fox Nation and who are subscribing to the Daily Wire and all of that, they're more blue collar on the right, and the audience that CNN and CNN Plus primarily cater to are the extremely progressive uh, people who don't have jobs. Yeah, yeah, and dude, it's just. I can't think of a better example of how delusional these people are and why they can't, why they can't see like what's in front of them. It's, it really is just fucking amazing. And like, you know, Brian Stelter comes out there with a straight face trying to put a positive spin on this thing. Oh, we're really happy with like the numbers after a couple of weeks. It's like, no, you're not, you're not happy. And then, yeah, like a week later, they, they, they fucking ax the whole thing. And you can't even, you can't even tell the truth about that. Be like, Oh, we, we really misread the market here. <laughs> like just be honest with people. So to that point, uh, having said that, it kind of got me thinking about it. And this is a, a bit of an aside or, you know, away from this particular topic, but like, like talking about the Fox nation subscriptions and the daily wire and, and like a lot of these more right wing, uh, news platforms that rely on subscriptions and stuff like that. And they all do really well. Like they're all thriving by all accounts. Um, when you look at like politically speaking, a lot of the candidates and stuff on the right have good support from donations by uh, at regular people. Whereas when you look at like CNN plus and the failure of this subscription service, and you look at like political stuff, the people on the left, their campaign funding and stuff, it doesn't come from their constituents. It doesn't come from the people that they claim to represent. It doesn't come from supporters. It comes from like big, uh, like big lobbies and big corporations and all of these like super donors and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, like the super delegates that you see in, in the, with the DNC. That's where their donations and stuff come from. The average people don't actually like the average Democratic 
voters, especially the more progressive ones, they don't actually support any of this stuff. They're just, they're on board for the rah-rah, but when it comes time to like write the check, they're nowhere to be found. Whereas on the right, they're a lot more, that's a lot more prevalent. Like the people on the right put their money where their mouth is and support the things that they believe in. Uh, I mean, and that's, that's a, that's like for me personally, if I believe in something and I think something is good, I put money to it. Like I, I subscribe to several of the different uh, shows, Patreons, just because like, well, number one, they pay me so I can give some of it back. But also like, I believe in what they're doing. So I put money towards it. And, you know, it's. Well, that's, it's yeah. Well, another, another part of that is usually like when you're sort of on the, the uh, I don't want to say like the defensive side of things, but like when you're up against a much bigger animal, the people tend to support the causes that they believe in. You know, it's like, all right, I got to support libertarian. Like, what are we like fucking two, three percent of the population? Um, and like the right, the right is clearly losing this cultural battle that's going on. Like they've, they've lost like the media, basically. They've lost education. They've lost Hollywood. Like they've lost everything. And and so, yeah, they, they actually support the things that are important to them. And it's like, when you look around, it's like, okay, like, so CNN goes down. I still have like eight other CNN fucking replicas that are out there. I've got, they've got control over like the university system. They've got control over all of this fucking cultural stuff. So it's like, yeah, you know, we can, I don't really have to support that with, uh, with, with our money. Cause we kind of got this one in the bag. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's a lot to be said for that. It's, and you know they're also just a bunch of fucking gender studies majors. So how much, how much extra cash do they have lying around to support their fucking causes? Exactly. I mean, they're already living off of whatever, uh, whatever Obamacare gives them. So, yeah. and hoping for a uh, a bailout on their student loan debt. And it's like my like, if and when that does happen, like they'll probably come up with. There's all there's a bunch of programs that are already out there. Um, like in the housing market, I've seen this where it's like, they'll give you like 30 grand to pay off your student loan debt. And you just have to like stay in the house that you're buying for five years or something. And they'll forgive the whole fucking thing. Um, I still don't understand how people are coming out of school with so much. I mean, I guess I do understand, but like <clears throat> you can work, you can have a job, you can, there are all kinds of grants and loan or not loan uh, grants and scholarships and stuff. I mean, I got, I got my school paid for on a women's basketball scholarship and, and I wasn't, you know, I didn't uh, shave my beard and grow my hair out and, and get on the court. Like there are ways to, to get money to go to school and not pay a dime. But I mean, yeah, obviously it requires some effort, but you shouldn't be taking out hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loans when the system is built for you to fuck it. Yeah. Well, they've, yeah, they've done a tremendous job and the CNNs of the world, all this corporate press, like pushing this idea that you must go to college, no matter what, you know, no matter your aptitude and like your proclivity for studying things and your plans for the future. Like it doesn't, don't worry about the, I remember them saying this, like, don't worry about the cost, just pay it. And you know, you'll figure like get a job and it'll be fine. Like there's like retarded advice ever, but I'd like to back up a second. You're you're serious about getting a women's scholarship? Uh, basketball. Yeah, I, I was. You didn't have to yes, identify as a woman. Technically, my scholarship was a. I had a women's basketball scholarship. I worked for the team, so. Oh, dude, I, I I think I saw you tweet that or something. I thought you were joking about it. 
No, I legitimately uh, got all of my school paid for on a women's basketball scholarship. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you can work, but man, with the cost of what these degrees are now, it's like, even if you're working like almost like, you know, as part-time as you like right after class, you go to work. Cause I worked like almost every fucking day, uh, including Saturday and Sunday mornings. I don't know how I did it looking back, but, um, and I was making pretty good money at the time, but like, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have covered all of my fucking, you know, all of my tuition. Because uh, they make you take all these ridiculous classes and it costs like, you know, like three, four grand a semester for a fucking some dumbass requirement. Yeah, there's three. There's probably fully three semesters worth of prerequisites that have absolutely nothing to do with what your degree is probably going to be in. Assuming you're actually getting a meaningful degree that like they're, they're just milking you for a year and a half more that, than what that you actually need first. to be there. Yeah, that should be your first clue that this is a fucking scam, ladies and gentlemen. The fact that you go there for the first two years and you pay them 50 grand a year to not study what you're supposed to be studying might be your first indication that you're getting fucking fleeced. I don't know. I mean, that's that's why I dropped out of the engineering program. I was uh, when I first started in in college, I was doing mechanical engineering and I was teaching juniors and seniors how to do their uh, AutoCAD and MasterCam and their blueprinting and design, run all the, their blueprinting and design programs. And I was flunking out because I was so bored in all of these freshman level prereqs uh, that it was, I couldn't stay awake in class. I was just doing terrible. I went and talked to the, my advisor and I said, look, like I'm already teaching your junior and senior level students how to do their work. Like, can I take some upper level classes and like start getting into this? Because I'm losing interest in even being here. And she said, no, this is our program. And this is the way the program works. So you can either uh, go with the program or you can get out of it. And I said, well, bye. And yeah. I have, yeah, I and it, right on off. Shit, especially if you're paying, it was like, hey, I'm, this is what I want to pay for this is what I want to do. Let me do it. And like, no, 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 you got to do all this. You got to take remedial English again. Like, I remember like grading like people's fucking papers. In, in class like in english class because like i don't know it was like a you know assignment like you you like look at other people help them out or whatever i was like dude these people can't fucking write why are they in college like it was fucking embarrassing and yeah like i have no i don't know maybe they were going to do like a bunch of math stuff and they were just stuck in fucking english 101 with me but yeah why are we why are we doing this and uh, my best friend in high school he did the same he had to take a remedial english class because he couldn't like he couldn't write for shit, but he was a brilliant at math. And he's, he's actually a math teacher now. And like, he was going to school to, he was going to school as a, for a mathematics degree, but he had to take remedial English because he didn't score high enough on his ACT on like the English part of it. It's like, he doesn't need to, he doesn't need to be able to write the dude's a fucking mathematical genius. Just let him go yeah. do math. Yeah, you know, and it's just like, they act like it's so hard to tell what people have, like, you know, an aptitude for, you know, it's like, what you're really good at. Uh, it, it's pretty obvious when you're a little kid, what you're good at, and what you're into. Um, unless, of course, you're being bombarded with all of this nonsense that they're pushing on these kids. These days. it's probably confusing the living daylights out of all of them. Like, I could not imagine being a fucking kid these days. 
uh, how weird it must be. Uh, all this technology, all these weird fucking purple haired people telling you the different things. And there's 88 genders and this is binary and this is fluid and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what the fuck? I just want to go ride my bike, <laughs> play outside, you know, play some sports, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty obvious, especially once you get to like, you know, like seventh, eighth grade where your strengths lie. Like I knew I was not going to be a fucking mathematician by the time I got past fucking algebra. I was like, all right, this is, this is not for me. Like I'm not, this is not the road I should be taking yet. They still make you struggle through all of this stuff. And to this day, I can't, I haven't, the only math I've ever used is like multiplication, addition, subtraction, division, like that's it. Um, And I always love that line. Like you're not going to be able to walk around with a calculator in your pocket. It's like, you're you're right. Cause it's not just a calculator. It's a fucking supercomputer. And like, it's fucking 50,000 times more powerful than the one we allegedly put a man on the moon with. And it's right in my fucking pocket. (laughs) Talk about another great prediction gone uh, awry. <laughs> anyway, anyway, you got to get going. And it's uh, yeah. it's a lovely Friday afternoon. So anything you got to plug? This upcoming Tuesday night, I'll be doing. So we're doing my uh, every time that I'm on my off weeks where I'm not working on Tuesday night. I do a Tuesday night live stream on my YouTube channel, the Fact Check This podcast. Uh, so this upcoming Tuesday, I'll be joined by James Jimman, uh, Jacob of uh, Biblical Anarchy, and um, shoot, uh, break the bill. Um, oh, break the bill. Okay. Wow. Now I just completely. Why did I completely? Craig, Craig, Craig from Break the Bell is going to be on. See, normally I blank on his co-host name, uh, but this time I blanked on his for some reason. I should sleep more. Anyway, speaking of sleep more, we're going to be talking about uh, not getting enough rest and uh, and ways to kind of circumvent that to an extent. It's it's really an interesting topic, and I think it's going to be a really good episode. So yeah, that'll be Tuesday night at seven thirty Central. Excellent. Oh shit. You just reminded me. I I've got a little speaking gig on Tuesday night. This guy randomly texted me. I guess uh, somebody got my number or gave him my number from the Sayulita to super spreader. There's a festival out here that they're doing some ANCAP libertarian thing. They're stopping through PV. So I'm going to do a talk there. I don't know what I'm going to do. He texted me the other night at like 11 o'clock and he's like, Hey, I got your number. Like I'm doing this thing. You want to give a presentation? And I'm like, well, what do you mean by a presentation? He's like, I don't know. I'll just talk for like 30 minutes or an hour. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> so I asked him a bunch of questions. And then like, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll do it. I'll, I'll come up with something. And then talk about, uh, talk about social media suppression and how you got your YouTube channel nuked and you keep getting stuff taken down off of Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know. I got a podcast. I talk about, you know, politics and current events, COVID stuff, some economics um and as soon as i committed i committed yesterday i was like all right i'm in i'll do it and like right away he's like all right what's the name of your you know what's the name of your talk and how long are you gonna go and i was like dude you you texted me about this like 12 hours ago and like six of those hours i spent sleeping (laughs) like i have no fucking idea i don't know just put down my name peddling fiction and uh put me down for like 45 minutes i don't know i should be able to rant and rave about something i guess for that long so i'll be doing that hopefully they record it so we can post it somewhere 
yeah we'll see i don't know i think it's outdoors it's like a weird thing i don't know they're camping and they're in paintball and all kinds of stuff and then there's like i don't know i i didn't even know the name of it so we'll see see how that goes should be interesting and uh i don't know follow us on twitter while you still can um i think you can still get into our private facebook group maybe you can see oh they took down that meme but some other dank memes that they've allowed us to post into our private group where we exploit adults sexually constantly can't wait for somebody to take that clip out of context. Uh, private Facebook group. Yeah, become a supporting listener. You should know how to do that by now. Support our sponsors. And if you guys can do all that for us, we will be back next week with a brand new episode for you. And until then, you know the drill. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.